shit, we're back. Finally. We back? How you doing? We're back. Right on. Right fucking on. <clears throat> it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> How's it going? That's a good tune. It's classic, classic tune. Classic man. tune, dude. Classic that tune. dude was in, uh... That's not Nickelback. Dawson. No, that's, uh... Default. Default. I remember, uh, this girl I dated, Jody, her dad, Dave, his, like, uh... His his name for those bands like Default Nickelback, uh, no Theory of a Dead Man. All those yeah, so like, he calls it the Default Sound. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like that. Get a little get a little fucking twist. Dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, but uh, I think the guy, the singer of Default, came to Dawson, played the Fall Fair at one point, right? Did he? Daughtry? No, not Daughtry. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like a big deal. I remember I was working. It was like maybe three years ago because I remember I worked that year. Right. That's when I wanted to work the concert. I was like, no fucking way. Fuck that. That was such a cherry. I would still do that gig if it was, if they offered me the position that I got to do. Yeah. Which was like literally sit at the back gate where almost nobody comes in, but like people who are involved, like people involved with the rodeo and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. this back gate where all the rodeo people stay. And I was supposed to like guard the thing, make sure no one was back there who wasn't supposed to be back there. Mm-hmm. The only people who ever tried to get in were people. People were supposed are, to be back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would just let everyone in. Yeah. I would just wave everyone in. And then, like, everyone liked me because it was so lax. Like, they had their friends come in and stuff. Yeah. It was sweet. Yeah, because no one's fucking... No one's stupid enough to go back there yeah. and thinking it's an entrance. Oh, dude. The only complaint I had about that job is I would just, like, run low on podcasts. It's a 12-hour shift job yeah. for four or five days in a, in a row. But... It was like, all I did was sit there and listen to podcasts. Yeah, and it's on like a back road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I would listen to podcasts and eat. I just right. sat and ate. It gets so hot and fucking stinky down at the fair, though. Oh, dude, the smell of like like horse shit. And, and dust. Uh, yeah. Like when that dirt gets on you or something or in your hair, it just smells like, yeah, it smells like fucking manure and dirt the rest of the fucking day. Oh, it's the worst. And, like, I remember, like, I remember because they, I, the only reason why I took that job is because, yeah, I don't, I don't like the fair, particularly yeah. the fall know. fair that comes to Dawson. It's just this big, yeah, yeah, it's just a rodeo and a fair and it just smells bad and it's not f- all that fun. I don't have any good memories of it. Yeah, no, it, me, of recent me memories, I don't have any good Ones. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like the only reason why I took that job is because it was such a that I was just that position, that position, that gate yeah. was so easy to. And I remember <coughs> I went to apply the year after, and they're right. like, "Well, that position's not open anymore." I'm like, "I have no interest in like taking tickets or doing security for the bar or whatever." Like, fuck that. That yeah. gathering was so cherry. You had to do nothing. Basically, yeah, it was a perfect setup. Mm-hmm. Oh man. We just launch you, right you, off into that. Yeah, yeah. You actually, you had a job there. Yeah. And that was not that was not the cherry position. I remember you no, actually I was taking tickets <laughs> and, and working security. For How was that? Time. Like, I kind of always brush. Like, uh, I kind of just, like, floated through it. I was kind of just, like, in a different headset. You're I just doing I, it. Yeah, I can't even fucking remember it that much. It was just like. Really, there's no, like, funny stories or anything? Like, not. No, not really. I just kind of did my thing and like sat there, just kind of, just trying to just get it through the fucking day, trying yeah. not to say hi to anybody, trying not to see anybody I know. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. that kind of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> but then, like having to maintain face, having to look like you're doing something. 
Oh, that is that is because a lot of times I was doing something, but then it'd be hours where I wasn't, and then I'd feel guilty about not doing something, right? Yeah. So then I'd have to just like I don't know, look busy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Can you snap? Hold on, just quickly. Can you snap? Yeah. I don't think you. Am I talking too quiet? I might be. Yeah, well, I'm just gonna. Maybe I'm just not uh, projecting. No, you're good. You're okay. Good. Now you're good. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was just like one of those. I've had jobs like like uh, Domino's is very much a job like that where it was like day by day, every day was kind of the same some yeah. way or another, and it's like I can't even. I wouldn't if something happened at work. I wouldn't remember unless it was outstanding. Unless I like almost shit my pants at work or I did shit my pants at work. Right. I wouldn't remember one day from the next. All right. It's just it's so zombie like and it sucks. I remember the first day. I got real fucking sweaty and I was selling tickets and oh. like I had to do quick math on my heels and like oh they didn't have like a register or a calculator or anything no no you had to just no. oh do you think, I you think there's a the wrong I think there's a calculator there right. but I didn't want to take the money and then every time fucking calculate it and do mm. this whole fucking thing right right especially with the long so lineups. I just tried to fucking yeah exactly so I was just trying to get through and I was so fucking sweaty and gross and uh, After a few days, I didn't someone... want to talk to anybody. <laughs> People would come up and try to talk to me, and I was so disengaged yeah. and out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I just, like, fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no shit. Oh. Yeah. But I'm I, too nice to ever say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. To Absolutely. Like, to be exactly. like, fuck off. Yeah, you're. I remember you were, like, overly polite at that job. Like, you were so, like, like gentlemanly to everyone. That was almost, it almost seemed insincere. You're being ironic about it. I remember thinking, not saying that because I know you weren't being ironic, but I just remember thinking like, you're just so like, it definitely was a face. It it wasn't like, this is this guy. Yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't like my natural uh, reaction. No, no, definitely. It was all right though. It was only like a week long, but I guess. Yeah. Would have been the fair. We just jumped right into that. Yeah. We absolutely. hauled right into that. Yeah. How you been? Good, good. Fuck, I know I'm looking at the batteries, and the batteries got, like, one thing left. Oh, should we change batteries? Should I we... Do we? I don't know if I even have batteries. Fuck. <sighs> if it's short, it's short, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. God fucking damn it. All right. Awesome. How you been, though? I've been good. Good. Yeah, I can't complain. Um... I've, like, I've been, like, last week, I went and weighed myself, and it's the lowest it's been. My weight's a, where it's been, like, I think I was living in Vancouver when I was this weight, about. Right. Ish. So, it was, like, I started 300, now it was, like, 263, and then all week, I've just been fucking up. Mm. Left and right, dude. Right. Like, and, with food, you mean? Yeah. And yeah. not even, like, because it's, like, it's a blood sugar thing where I want to spike my blood sugar. Yeah. But it's like, it's not really spiking my blood. My blood sugar's been pretty okay. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that, like, I don't... And here's what I don't know. I don't know if, like, just because my blood sugar's okay doesn't mean I'm not doing damage to my system by right. consuming some of the stuff I'm consuming, and I don't know if that's going to push me to a point where I need insulin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like uh, I don't think per- it will if your blood sugar's fine. I think you'd be but able it, to see. I don't know. Yeah, but, but who I, knows? Yeah, like... Like, it might be pushing my system harder if right. I'm eating worse, you know, and then that'll, like, force me to go on insulin. Like, here's a perfect example. We're at Mark's the other day practicing, and he yep. brought out, like, a couple things that he had in the house. So, I had, like, a melon platter. Or I have some of that. I probably shouldn't even be having too much of that because melon contains a lot of sugars mm. and stuff like that. But I was having that. 
And then he brought a bag of peanut brittle, which I didn't touch, even though I wanted to. The best thing he brought out was the fucking peanut brittle. Sounds deadly. Oh, peanut brittle's so good. Anyways, uh, that and then uh, some Turkish delight. Like Mm, it's just like like a fancy jube, like gummy candy, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. And without even thinking, I grabbed two, and I'm like, I probably shouldn't eat this. Right? I probably I was like, fuck, I shouldn't eat this. But then I've already put my big sweaty mitts all over these two right. big cubes of Turkish Delight. My fucking hand grease is soaked in the sugar. <laughs> I can't give them back. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm just so used to like, uh, just the way we grew up, you don't waste food. Yeah, right. You know, I feel guilty. Yeah. I so, hear you. Yeah, I was just like. Social I ate guilt. him. I ate him. <laughs> it was like gummy candy with like a sugar coating on it, and I fucking Tastes ate it. Tastes fucking good. Really good, dude. One was raspberry, mm. one was blueberry. It was fucking. Oh, tight. I bet that'd be deadly. It was. It was really good, and uh, had pizza that night too. You're going be, all out. Yeah, I fuck. I fuck. Like I was like, I got to like my one of the lowest I've been in a long time, and then Amelia just been fucking up. Like mm. Jamie's had her kids. Uh, her one daughter came into town. Right. And so, but I've been there the whole time. She took like four days off and I was with her. Yep. And so it's just been super stressful too. It's been hard. I've been snacking on popcorn a lot. Ah. Uh, and stuff like that. And like, well, yeah, I guess when you're hanging out with a kid too. Yeah, it got, it was kind of stressful. Yeah. Like I was, I, I wasn't used to like that much exposure to kids at one time. Right. And it was like, I don't know, it was hard yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like I would just like, in order just to get away from it, I would just put on like a podcast, put headphones on, yeah, and I just be like, "Don't, don't bug me for anything. I got my headphones mm-hmm. on. I'm going to do the right. dishes. Just yeah. leave me alone. Let it's me do some the, sort of escape. Yeah, I'm doing something for the house. <clears throat> yep. I'm doing the dishes. I'm cleaning. But like, I can't. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's uh, that's good. I don't get how like people can have kids this early and shit like that. Yeah, your age, you mean? Yeah, 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 my age. I don't either. Even your age, even at 30. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know, man. It's like, it's 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 hard. Like, I, I got to admit, like... It makes me feel like... With uh, Jamie's daughter, Zoe, the one that's around all the time, mm-hmm. she's pretty great. Like, she's so cute and fun that she kind of brings the best out right. in me a lot, you mm-hmm. know? And I find that that's the thing like you're a, kind of your best person at all times around them because you want to set a good example which is that's like the a big benefit yeah but i'm also not around her all the time raising her mm-hmm. you know like she shares time with uh her dad and and it's like the, having those breaks is important yeah yeah let's say like i don't know i don't know like how you could be like decide to raise a kid all the time like day in day out every single day that would be that would be really hard. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me feel like immature just when I see other people. But then I'm like, God, but thank, you're only then 20, I'm like, thank 22? fucking God. You're only 22. Yeah, I know. Like, that's like, you should, I don't know. I don't think you should be having kids at 22. Like, I feel like 30 is almost like, the. I think a lot of people who had kids in their 20s wish they waited until they were like 30. Oh, probably. I think every single one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. You know? Fuck's sake. But yeah, I don't know. You know, it's what it is. But it's hard, and it's like speaking of the quick uh, thing, like just quick story. I was uh, yep. had to go to this dive. I thought I was seeing a dietitian because mm-hmm. they said like, "Oh, we'll make an appointment with the dietitian." Yeah, the local dietitian. I was like, oh, "Okay." So you have reason to assume you're seeing a dietitian. Yeah, 
<laughs> Absolutely. All the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the reason in the world. All the reason in the world. So, and then what happened is like, so how long is going to be like, oh, it's going to be like two hours. Mm-hmm. And it's like right smack dab in the middle of when I start my shift. So I pull my shift back two hours or two and a half. It was like, I canceled two lessons and, and that left me with an hour, half an hour of leeway time to get from the hospital to where I work, which isn't that far. So it left me half an hour. I'm like, so I, I'm like, I'm good. I'm golden. I don't have to, by the time you're all done, I, I have a half an hour of leeway time, mm-hmm. you know, either way. And I thought for sure I'd be out earlier than two hours. Right. So I'm sitting there and I go in and it ends up being like a big wait no a big group of people like a class almost what the fuck and it was like me Mm -hmm. and then a friend of mine's mom (laughs) no and i was by far the youngest and the second youngest was my friend's mom and everyone else was like 70 i felt like such a fuck up every other person was like a 70 year old man (laughs) that sucks dude that's There's a, a couple bummer, guys who are, who are as the same around the same age, like maybe as my friend's mom, like yep. floating in the fifties, late forties age. But I was so much younger. You were just going there and realizing it's a group thing, like fuck. Yeah, that it was not sucks. good, and it was just about like what foods are good to eat, what foods aren't. It wasn't like I couldn't ask any of the questions that I wanted to, which are sort of like blood sugar related and drug related, and like it wasn't. Is it like am I inevitably going to have class. to be on insulin? Right. Stuff like that. Right. So it wasn't very fucking productive and nothing? Well, yeah, it was It was a lot of, like... And were you late? No. Or was that no, where you were going to build enough no, to? No, no, no. no I was fine. on time. Well, here's, here's what happened. I get there. I see the friend's mom. And I know the friend of mine's mom recently also got diagnosed with diabetes. And I was like, oh, man. Hmm. I start thinking, is this going to be a group scenario? And for sure it is. Uh, and so I'm in there. And I'm... Uh, I hate that. And it's like this whole thing's getting held up by these old man questions <laughs> like well like being like can i have juice <laughs> and then like well the thing is is like and of course not like juice is liquid it's sugar. All sugar it's all sugar can I and, have juice? and she's like you can mix juice with like water like you have like a portion juice and mix it with mostly water and it's have like a flavoring yeah but it's generally no it's not a good idea to drink juice and then, like, five minutes later, the same old fuck would raise his hands like, what about apple juice? Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then, like, like, ten minutes later, what about orange juice? Oh. And it was just like... It's funny in past tense, but that must have been so <laughs> oh, fucking so frustrating, frustrating, man. Just taking up... Why? Okay. And then it's like the same reason why you can't have apple. Like she has to explain again. Yeah. And then, uh, and this is a weird thing to get mad about, but something happened in there that was made me so fucking mad. Uh huh. There was a couple dudes in there with their wives. These people hover around the fifties in age. And they were like, I don't even have diabetes. The doctor just says I might get it if I keep eating bad. So that's why I'm here. And I'm like, then why are you taking up my fucking time? Right. Asshole. Like, yeah. I was so mad at them. Why are you talking? And, like, it was their wives were doing all the talking for them, like, asking so many questions. I'm like, you don't even have diabetes. Yeah. Just eat better. Ugh. Why even fucking talk? Why even say anything? Right? That's oh, ridiculous. Oh, it made me so mad, dude. Yeah, it sounds like a bad class. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. But then, anyway, so it's fucking dragging on and on. Mm-hmm. And I uh, turned my phone off because I want to be rude. 
And then one guy's like, yeah, I have a place to be. I got to go. And she's like, okay. And I was like, what time is it? And I turned my phone on. And I have 15 minutes to get to my lesson from that very moment. Oh, fuck. I turned my phone on. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? So yeah. I go, I'm like, I got to go. And they're like, okay, we just need you to fill a couple of things, like this paperwork. So I have 10 minutes to get to my lesson. Oh, no. And the only way I can get to my lesson on time is if I cut through this place called Kin Park in Dawson. Yeah. And it's like, it's basically this park is in between me and the hospital where I am and where I need to be, right? So I'm like, all you do is cut across Kin Park. Mm-hmm. Problem with that is, because it's Dawson, we're still in the thick of winter. Full of snow. Yeah, and to cut across the park, I, there's no path. Like, it wouldn't be time effective to find a path. Yeah. So I just have to cut through snow that's, like, up to my hip. Oh. I'm not wearing oh. winter gear, per se. I'm up to like, your hip? Yeah. That's fucking too much, dude. Yeah, and so I'm like just plowing through the snow as fast as I can. It's not like soft snow, fresh snow. Yeah. It's like old snow, so it's all dense. It's got like a layer of ice on top, and I'm breaking through the layer of ice, and it's just so slow, and I'm just trying to plow through. I'm wearing my jeans, but I'm wearing snow pants. I'm wearing my fucking jeans, and like a jean jacket with a hoodie underneath. Fuck, I can see it now. And then like, there's this huge pile of snow before you get to the path, because people have been shoveling the path and throwing it off the side of the path. Right. And I fucking climb this path, I jump down, I jump down, in front of like these teenage girls like walking through the park it's so awkward but I don't have time to like say or do anything so I just start running <laughs> and start booking it but I'm fat so I book it for like 10 seconds and I gotta stop and walk for 10 seconds I book it for 10 seconds and I walked in the door at like one minute but after my lesson was supposed to start but it mm. was Hair. It was. Like, I felt like that scene from Ferris Bueller when he was trying to get home. It sounds like that. I, <laughs> my much head creepier is like, though. I like you jumping in the pathway <laughs> of two girls. <laughs> Spider-Man landing. <laughs> One hand on the ground. Oh. Uh, well, you made it though in time. Roughly, that's good. Yeah, for sure. Only a minute late could have been worse. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was fucking brutal. Okay, it's saying I, we have low batteries, so. Hold on, I'm just going to stop it, and we're going to try and look for some batteries. Okay. Yeah, hopefully not. We'll get it sorted. Sorted. All right, we're back after a two-week break. The audio yeah. cut out on us again. We did First take. First take, we did two weeks of in between the what you just heard and now. And then we went back up and did it again, and the fucking recorder broke. Again, <sighs> 10 minutes in. After a big, long rap. We were talking about how you're moving into a new place and uh, in July. Yeah, June. Was, June. Yeah. Uh, we went on thinking about your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> we talked for like 10 minutes about, about my whole history with this place. And and yeah, now. we are talking about this house and the parties that were in it and all the... Stuff that happened yeah, down me, in this house. Me and Aaron house. started shake peel in this house. The quick, super fast version is we moved into this house and our girlfriends broke up with us around the same time, around. Well, both long-term girlfriends and we started the band and the amount of parties we had in this house and stuff. It's crazy that I'm leaving. I've been here, I've been here for like five years or something like that. Yeah. Is that crazy? Five like, years? I'm, around half a decade I've been living here. Yeah. It's nuts. I'm moving three blocks away. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. It's a nice area. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, there's been a lot of fucking shit that went down in this house, man. It was crazy. 
the ghosts will live on. Yeah. The amount of parties. I remember when Aaron, now I'm just looking at the fucking recorder to make sure it doesn't cut out on this. <laughs> um, Aaron, uh, me and Aaron, like, oh man, our party phase after our girlfriends broke up with us was single bachelor phase. Yeah. It was rowdy, but it was only two or three months. Cause Aaron got hooked up with Lauren, like almost immediately after that. Right. Like months after that. So yeah, but it was, it was an intense party phase. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah, it's good to let out the demons. Let them in more. Yeah. What are you waving up to? Last time we one. talked, you were going to tell me about Annihilation, I think. Last time uh, on the yeah, podcast? Yeah, you were talking about it before the podcast, and then... It was all right. Yeah? <laughs> you wanted, what was that? What's it about? It was all right. It's a Netflix movie? Yeah, it's about, like, an alien thing that comes down and uh, creates this, like, bubble this shield that distorts kind of time and it manipulates human life form. Right. Keep going. I'm just going to... Ah, there's not much more to that than that. I've seen a... I've seen a lot better flicks in the recent... recent month or however long we've fucking done this. Right. Sorry, I was just looking to see what you're doing. We're all good? You're all good. Okay. Like, that keeps happening to us, so, like, I don't know if it's a computer or what, but... Right. Sorry. Yeah. My relation was all right. But, uh... <laughs> what? You know what was a good fucking flick, dude? You know mm. what I dug? The Gift with Jason Bateman. All uh, right, so tell me the premise again, because like, you told me this over text yesterday. Jason Bateman has, like, a... He has a new job, right? Mm. A new big job. They just moved down to California, where he grew up or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He's got this nice... Bought this nice new house. Uh, he gets his wife pregnant, stuff like that, right? It's like a fresh beginning, it's nice and then he runs into an old buddy from high school who's acting really weird right and he doesn't recognize him at first or nothing and then the friend keeps like showing up like you know those guys in high school it's kind of perfect you know those guys in high school that just like don't get it and they just keep trying right. to hang out like, and they keep wanting to be friends yeah even you know? though you're like oh, because you're man. nice enough to because you're polite it's yeah. like the, the people people who take advantage of politeness right and they just i don't know if they're just unaware right. that you're just being polite or they don't care which right. is like if they don't care then you almost yeah. get mad at them short short version though jason bateman uh is it, isn't, isn't that yeah it's on netflix i don't think it was i think it was produced separately okay. Um, but Jason Bateman ain't like that polite. He gets real tired real quick of it, and he's shit, finally just said like his five minutes. He's like, okay, you gotta go. How? Yeah. Where do they meet up again? Like, where did they just run into each other somewhere? They're yeah, they're at a store, and he gives his address to the person ahead of them, and the guy here. That's how he here he finds out where they live, and he keeps coming to the house, giving them like gifts and shit. They're at a flower store, and he's telling the guy where to deliver the flowers at, or something, right, 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 right. or some shit, or furniture, or something. So it's not even like an old friend; it's someone who. It is an old. Oh, friend. he ran into him and then he picks up on the address later on. He picks up on the address right then when he's telling the flower guy his address. Right. To write down. That's just a minor. That's a minor plot to you too. Yeah, yeah. That's just how he figures out where Bateman lives to give yeah. him the gift. The gift. He gives him a lot of fucking gifts there at the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great. It's a funny fucking movie too. There's like a scene where one point where he gives him Apocalypse Now, a DVD of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny, but it is. Like <laughs> it's just a weird fucking thing. It's great. Um, so Bateman gets rude pretty quick. Pretty quickly, he's like, "Dude, fuck off." 
Uh, not, not, pretty, like not pretty quickly. He's pretty. He's he stays pretty polite for a while. Right. The guy's pretty fucking weird right. and out of it, obviously. And that's the thing with weird guys like that too. Is that almost there is a feeling you don't want to set him off. Like it's like Bateman's like, justified like, throughout most of the movie. Right. Kind of. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to watch it. You have to watch it. See what I mean. But does he does he eventually like mail him dead body parts and stuff? Like does it get to that? That's what I'm thinking of. It gets tense. It's a tense thriller. Mm. It gets is intense. Scary? The is guy gets scares? weird. No, no jump scares. Okay, then I can watch it. The guy gets the guy gets freaky though. He's a fucking wild kooky motherfucker. <laughs> <man. laughs> Do you watch? I watched Sixty Eight Kill last night. Sixty Eight Kill. Yeah, it's What's a Netflix that? movie. It's weird. I kind of Jamie really liked it. I didn't dig it as much. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I it was like a fun kind of movie. But it was just I thought the acting was really bad and the jokes were really bad. Right. Uh so I guess I didn't like it that much. I'm just mm. being nice because Jamie liked it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like this guy who's like, here's the thing with all the, inter- the twists and turns, you go like, oh, this must be a very interesting movie. But it's just so poorly acted. It's like an, it's an exploitation movie. I guess it stands to reason that it's poorly acted. Right. Like the whole purpose of the movie should be like, oh, that was fucked up. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. And it's like starts with this guy. But who's who like, knows? Yeah, you can still try. There's still gotta be effort into it. Yeah, I guess like because some of Quentin Tarantino stuff is like kind of exploit. Like Death Proof was sort of exploitation, but it was still mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a lot. I'm of- sure Aaron won't care about this now, but like I remember being so like not angry, but just being like, "What the fuck?" With Aaron when we first saw Death Proof, mm-hmm. random aside. But it was like, because we saw it as a double feeder. It was a death proof and uh, what's... Plantar, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. We're, we're the Grindhouse double feature, so you saw them both yeah. in one go. And we're talking about in the car ride over, it's like me, Daryl, Sean, and Aaron. And maybe someone else, I can't remember. We're talking about which one movie we like better on the way back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron's like, I like uh, Plantar. Plantar better. Death was just a bunch of bitches babbling. <laughs> <laughs> so he's thought, like, what a weird <laughs> review of Death Proof. I think that's what uh, Dad's first review of it was as well. Oh, really? He's yeah. like, just a bunch of chicks talking. Yeah, I think so. Really? Because... I love am- Death Proof. I like Death yeah, Proof way like- more in Planet Terror. Yeah, me too. Death Proof is a fucking 70s car movie. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Brain Hill got a 70s car movie car. Slow. Did he? What yeah, I'll show you it. Here, I'll, I'll pull it That's up. Great. But I'm going on. The anyway, audience won't be able to see it. Kills. It's a weird movie about this guy's like a septic tank. It, you know what? It was almost like so. It was well done enough. If this movie was like cheaper, or shittier looking, I think I could have forgave it a lot more. Like if it looked like a trauma picture, mm-hmm. I think I could have enjoyed it more or something. But there was the the cinematography. Try to have like a clean look to it. Yeah, the cinematography was clean and good enough. Yeah, and it was like the it was like it was it fits it, out of place. It's like they're trying enough, but they're doing it wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because it's like, it, it kind of would have been a fine movie if it was like a trauma production where it just looks like shit. And mm-hmm. Then it would have made sense. Just filmed a bit more gnarly, more yeah. raw. But this guy, this septic tank operator is dating this really hot chick. And and uh, the guy his Good friend he him. works with was like, dude, she's too hot, man. And it's like almost like the perils of dating a chick that's too hot. Right. And, uh, and like she, something she, must be up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. Some uh, she's the hot chick he's dating 
has a sugar daddy and he knows that like so yeah. like some fat dude who uh she fucks every month and he gives her rent money and stuff uh-huh and uh she finds out that he and it's like all these plot points are interesting could be interesting if done right but just so bad but anyways she finds out he has like 68 grand in a safe somewhere so her plan is she tells her boyfriend that they're going to perform a home invasion steal the money mm-hmm. get out of town who has 68 grand? The fat guy? The, yeah, the fat guy who's the sugar daddy. Okay. She sees where he keeps his money and stuff. You know what? I feel like 68 grand ain't a big enough payout. That's what I was like thinking, that. too. I was like, maybe my standards are, like, I mean, I got too high of standards. I, I don't know. But. That's about what, that's like less than what Aaron makes in a year. Yeah. Like, it's, it's such a small payout by comparison. You know what I mean? Chump change, man, to me. so they go to home home invade this place and uh the one uh the fat guy the sugar daddy they catch him and he's in the living room and he's jerking off to a tape of him and that girl having sex right and he thinks they're just gonna he puts like the mask on he thinks they're just gonna like knock him out or tie him up take the money Mm -hmm. and then his girlfriend's hot girlfriend just comes over behind him just slices his throat kills him immediately and then the wife comes downstairs and she kills her and he's, he's like what the fuck is going on because he thought it was just a smash and grab mm-hmm. and then uh, they take the money and then there's this like black uh, prostitute that was there with them and uh, they chase her down and he knocks her out and she's like I'm going to bring in my brother because he's going to pay me like five grand for him he's like what for and then you find out her brother's like a serial killer who dissects chicks really yeah and then so there's I mean this, brother, this mo- the girl's the girl who had the sugar daddy's brother? Yeah, yeah the hot chick who said this. The hot chick has a serial killer brother. Her, yeah. I was, I was like, going to kill the black prostitute. Yeah, she's like, I'll, I'll, we'll keep her alive. If we keep her alive and sell her to my brother, then we can get more money out of this whole ordeal. Uh-huh. And so um, they do. They go to bring her, and once he finds out that he's a serial killer, because he, he kind of falls in love with the prostitute almost immediately. It's like a love of first sight kind of thing. This black prostitute? Yeah, the guy character, right? And then more and more so than the hot chick. Yeah, and he can't bring himself to bring this black prostitute in. She's like, "I'm gonna go in, tell him what we got, and you're gonna bring her into the the thing, right?" And he can't bring himself to bring her in to be sacrificed to her brother. So then he runs away with her, and she there's a car chase scene where like he knocks her out eventually, and then they go to another motel, but not before that they stop at a gas station. By the way, spoilers: stop at a gas station, and then. They go to a hotel and the gas station clerk, this girl, is part of like some crazy methed out redneck gang who tracks them down because she sees he has a lot of money in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. And they track them down to the hotel room. They kill the black prostitute girlfriend and frame him for the murder. And then he's got to go after them. And it all ends in this big showdown. Between the three parties. Between the, yeah. And then uh, they all end up dying except the guy, of course. And then right. he drives off into the sunset with the money bad motherfucker he's bad motherfucker and then like there's a thing where he sees a hot chick on the side there's a big the big punchline is there's a hot chick on the side of the road and he sees her and you think oh this guy's just a sucker for the ladies the the whole joke this guy's not that good looking the whole joke is he's not amazing looking and he's just pussy whipped and that's how he got into all this trouble he just keeps listening to women is he not bad looking though He's not bad looking. He, I've seen oh. him in other movies. Well, then that's not that fun. I thought I thought it was like a like middle aged like gross. No, worker. no, it's like a, he's like probably early to mid twenties, like oh, just normal looking dude. Oh, 
And so, like, he sees a hot chick on the side of the road, and this whole movie is about him not being able to stand up for himself against hot chicks, right, basically? Mm-hmm. And he sees this hot chick, and you think, oh, here he goes again. Uh-huh. And then he just steps on the gas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> drives right by her. He got over that fucking problem. Yeah. And so it was, like, kind of all right. I don't know. He grew back. Jamie likes movies like that more than I do, though. There's a lot of, like, weird fucked up scenes where, like, when all three parties meet to collect, to get the money, mm-hmm. the serial killer brother takes, like, two of the hillbilly redneck girls into a room and then eventually you see what he's doing he's got the one chick like disemboweled on the bed and the other chick's just in the corner all traumatized it's really weird <laughs> sounds like a movie Jamie would like yeah it's really fucking weird um what was I gonna say um so I don't wanna like give names or anything like that but we have like a friend who's going through some shit right now mm-hmm. should we talk about this or no what uh the death no no, not that. What friend? The super interesting thing with a friend who has like uh, a crazy brother. Oh, I don't know. That's up to you. I mean, no, I feel like no one's listening. Fuck it. Uh, but at this, at the same time, why burn a bridge? <sighs> All right, good point. They're good people. Yeah, let's talk about ourselves. What kind of fucked up shit we've been up to? You played last week. It was fucking good. You guys oh, had yeah, a show? That was fun. Yeah. It sounded fucking amazing, man. It sounded bombing. Yeah, we set up in a different spot, and I think that helped the sound, and I think just the band itself sounds pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. No, you guys sounded so fucking tight. Yeah. And the sound was just, oh. Yeah. It was great in there that night. Yeah. Really, oh, really, good. really tight, mate. And I got this new amp setup where I got, like, I basically bought a duplicate of my amp mm-hmm. from a friend, and so I have, like, two amps and I don't mic them anymore it doesn't go through the PA and I think it sounds really good because I can really crank them yeah get some juice yeah going and, they, and the amps sound really cooked out and there's one thing about two amps people don't know is like you can't just turn it down and have like the same good tone right you need volume to make those amps sound decent mm-hmm. so I think that helps yeah no yeah. it sounded I don't know it just all sounded great there's okay. a cop that uh oh right this story pulled up on uh we were about to smoke a reefer. We were about to smoke a reefer, and a cop pulled up. And uh, one of the guys there, who the one who was holding the reefer, did a sleight of hand. And some somehow, at some point, everyone was freaking out because it looked like the cop was coming. I mean, he didn't give a fuck, man. He just sparked it right in front of him. But he did a sleight of hand, and he replaced it with a cigarette. Uh-huh. Somehow. Oh, and so everyone... I wasn't there for this. Everyone was panicking. And everyone's like, like what, what are you doing? doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. But, uh... We didn't know that. Uh, that, he, that, he, that he my, my buddy, it. my no, my buddy Blair. Yeah, we didn't know they slipped it. But also, my buddy Blair was taking a leak outside, <laughs> outside in the back, right? So yeah. outside in the back, we live in. That's so normal. In Dawson, yeah, people pissing outside is like. I think that's normal everywhere you go. Pissing outside. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if but you're especially outside if you're of a young bar. kid. Yeah, and Dawson is like already smells like shit. Right. It's like it doesn't harm anything. Anyways. Yeah. And so I don't know that Blair apparently sees him. Cop stops and he's like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, relieving yourself in public is illegal, don't you?" And I don't know what the fuck he's talking to. Or he sounds real intimidating, right? Right. You're like you're by. You're like none of us are I'm relieved. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like on the edge. Like he can because see me. He can, he can see me the best. Yeah. He can see me the best in the light, you're right? Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm not. I'm like I don't. Yeah. I was. I wasn't saying nothing. I was like, what? And <laughs> made me feel stupid and like more suspicious looking right yeah but i just had nothing to say i was like hmm 
What? What? What are you, what are you talking about? What? Uh, and then he kind of bothered Blair for a little bit, but then fucked off. Right. Um. But apparently that's happened to Blair a couple times. Apparently Blair's been a, a couple times been busted by caught pissing somewhere. He's got bad <laughs> luck with it, dude. Oh, we had another great, because his girlfriend was sober and she gave all of us a ride, right, from the bar at mm-hmm. the end of the day? Yeah. Blair's girlfriend. Yeah. And we got pulled over. Yeah. Oh, and we that had, was, that had was a great. great interaction. <laughs> that was great. Uh, we got pulled over and uh, the cop cop came up. Got nice, nice enough guy. And he's like... Hey, have you been drinking to Tiana? She's like, no. He's like, when's the last time you drank? She's probably probably a week ago. Right. Right? And then he's like, okay. And he looks and he's like, oh, what's up with that uh, M14 clip on, on the dash? <laughs> and Blair just grabs, grabs it and he goes, oh, yeah, I, I own one. Or something like that, just real quick. And cops just like, immediately afterwards, I'm yeah. pretty sure. He doesn't have time to. He's like, oh, yeah, can I look for. Oh, he asked her before. Sorry. I feel like an idiot. Before all that, he asked her to see her license. So he gives. She gives him her she license. Gives, she gives him her license, and then yeah. he asks about the M14 clip as he's given her a license, and he che- right. he doesn't have time to look at the license. He doesn't Wait, what's even with have- the M14 clip on the dash? Yeah, he doesn't even have time to look at the license. He's just like, all right, have a good night, and he's fucking yeah. gone, man. There is that weird feeling, too, when you know you're not doing anything wrong, uh-huh. but when a cop pulls you over, it's still tense for some reason. Yeah. Well, there's horror stories of people going to prison for doing nothing. Yeah. Cops can do that. Cops can send anyone to prison. That's the thing, right? They don't need evidence. They'll make the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... I mean, most it's of them... It's like you feel, you feel like if they needed to people. fake it, they absolutely could. Yeah. If, if they, they just they, wanted to. They just hated you enough and they were a psychopath. Because it's always, like when it comes down to the cops' word versus the civilians, it's, it's probably in the court of law can come down to what the cops saw. Absolutely. Even in that Canadian cop show... Uh, even the cops that have been shooting all these kids with the body cams have all gotten off. Yeah. I mean, that's the U.S. I feel like that's different, but probably not. Yeah, it's all one of the fucking same bloke. Uh, yeah, it was like, what, that was such a weird interaction, though. I forgot he had an M16. It was an M16? I know, it was like an M14 clip, M15, I think. Just on his dashboard? That yeah. was like, but the cop knew exactly what it was, too. He, he, he said M14 clip. Yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, I was going to show you a picture of Brayden's car. And Blair had no fear, man. Blair was just like, yeah, I own one. <laughs> I don't know if it was loaded or not. I think there might have been shells in it. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm just going to pull up Brayden's. Maybe not. Maybe that would have been too much. Brayden's new whip. Could be embellishing people. I don't know. Um, saw a new Leatherface film. That was good. As, as all the oh that's deadly man when did you get that I got it like a couple weeks ago that's beautiful he spent all his money buying it and he can't get insurance right now so it's got he's gotta wait why can't he get insurance oh cause he spent so all his money, money buying, buying it, it. yeah mm. um insurance for that car should be cheap though yeah it's a it's a sweet should car, be though. A, it should be a classic so yeah. it should be good to go uh fuck what I was about to say we've had so much to talk about yeah I know for fuck's sakes right and now nothing yeah been watching a lot of skateboard and shit recently right uh getting into that <laughs> that's so that's good so that's uh, that's something <laughs> that's what I've been my time with no Michelle is this comedian who uh 
She did, like, you know the White House Correspondents' Dinner? Yep. Okay, so, you know, they get a comedian to go up there at every White House Correspondents' Dinner? Norm did that one year. Did he? Yeah, for, I want to see Norm's for Bill Clinton, I think. Uh, I want to see Norm's. Um, Norm's looks, looks like it was pretty good, but um, I would imagine it's pretty good. Norm's just funny no matter what. But, uh, yeah, so they had one, and Michelle Wolf went up. And I've seen, like, Stephen Colbert do it. I've seen Seth Meyers do it. And Trump famously doesn't go to these. He's, like, one of the only presidents who hasn't really been to one, I think. I could be very wrong on that. Mm-hmm. But um, Michelle Wolf went up and was, like, legitimately funny. Like, legitimately hilarious. Yeah. And, you know, she opened with, like, pussy jokes and stuff. It was pretty, it was good. But then, like, when it came afterwards, the uproar, dude. Really? Why? Uh, well, the right hated it because she was kind of like this anti-Trump left-leaning set, sort of, you know? Yeah. And, like, the one thing I hate about people on the left is, like, or on the right, sorry, because um, I, don't, I don't find myself to be too left-leaning or right-leaning nowadays, mm-hmm. which is, like, a kind of a Under the new answer. circumstances of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Under the new perimeters of being left or right. Yeah, and people on the right, which I think is kind of true, a lot of times they talk about how, like, like, like severely left-leaning people have no sense of humor you can't mm. take a joke but like every time a comedian goes up and shits on someone on the right end of things they don't have a sense of humor either no it's not, not like all. you know like none of these guys have taken an improv class <laughs> yeah. like none of these guys are particularly the bash all the right wing out there comedians aren't like they are I mean the right wing are like really fascinated with statistics and like statistical information when it comes to like black crime rates and like IQ when it comes to rates are really like fascinated with statistics when it comes to that not because not necessarily because they're racist that's not what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but they're like you gotta look at statistical evidence and like the one statistical like they always talk about how left leaning comedians aren't funny right but like if that's the one that's one statistic they don't look at is how like how every <laughs> single popular amazing comedian is almost always on left leaning at least mm-hmm. maybe not left wing especially not anymore but a lot of them no. are, are kind of left leaning ish oh absolutely like Carlin was absolutely Carlin Dave Chappelle um, I would say even like the more literally. extreme ones like uh, like Big J Okerson and like uh, Kurt Metzger mm-hmm. those guys are all kind of left leaning and they're ridiculous you know those yeah. guys are hilarious and they're ridiculously funny and they never mm-hmm. want to acknowledge that the the creative talent pool on the right is not necessarily like as as big as like the number would suggest yeah. you know what I mean yeah but um so they got mad at her because she made fun of Trump but then the left got mad at her too because she was inappropriate the correspondence dinner and like oh, made fun of a bunch uh-huh. of like politicians to their face about their looks and got really personal and stuff but it was funny I don't know it's like the only people defending her are comedians Right, like Colbert went up and defended her on his uh, talk show, and Seth Meyers defended her. Art's in a weird place right now, man. It is right. Like, fucking, a lot of shit is taboo now. A lot politics of politics are in a weird place too. I'm not taboo. even a political person, but politics are. Like, I've always considered myself sort of more left wing, left wing person, but I don't, I don't know if I feel that way anymore, based off of just. Uh, What's presented as uh, a like people wanting other people to get fired for things they said, like this like clamp down on speech from the left. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with, but then like this like puritanical approach to life on the right. I'm not necessarily my thing either. You know, they're yeah. both so extreme now. Politics, politics, man, piss on the wall. But yeah, it's uh, 
it's weird. And then it's like, yeah, you find like a lot of like the really good artists fall somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Or like people who you enjoy all yeah. the time. Cause it's like, well, usually a true artist. Usually they like, you don't have to, that's the thing. If you're left, you don't have to side with everything fucking left wing. If you're yeah. right, you don't have to back up every right wing opinion. You don't have to, but your opinions can fluctuate all over the goddamn place. That's a normal person. You I think know? it's like people who build their personality on their political affiliation. Oh, absolutely. They need something yeah. to call themselves. Yeah. That's what Dan yeah. Harmon said in a podcast once I really respect it. He's like talking about how um, truly talented people don't really bother with like. They sort of have bigger fish to fry than like their identity or identity because it's like Dan Hearn's got like a a podcast about race that he does with like an Asian woman called Whiting Wongs, Wong, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I like that. And it's, it's a good podcast, but the the one she's it's a pretty left leaning podcast. The one the one writer he does it with the chick I find is like a little she's so far on the. Uh, on the people, like the rules meter, which I don't agree with. The like, if you're a white guy, you can't be writing about black issues, siding mm. on things, I, which I don't agree. That with. Chinese stress that thing that happened was fucking ridiculous. Which what happened? The China, uh, <clears throat> the white girl went to prom. And she was wearing like a traditional Chinese dress, uh-huh. and everyone got their shit all up in a bunch. People get mad about shit like that. It's like I feel the same, but I feel the same way about everything across the board. Like. I feel and Dan's Dan Harmon's point in the podcast I was listening to he's like talented people don't tie any uh, they try and get away from their race as much as possible usually because it's like not, like nothing about okay I mean you are I guess traditionally like Métis we're traditionally native mm-hmm. we're not traditionally we are native people yeah you know but n- that none, none of that really resonates with me as to who I am because uh, I, my personality is sort of based on me being a musician and a mm-hmm. songwriter mm-hmm. and it's like I don't lean into my culture that way to find like meaning in my own identity and maybe yeah. I don't know maybe that's is that, maybe I guess there's an argument to be made that that's insecurity showing its head because like oh I'm sure people I, would say all sorts of shit yeah but like but the reality is is like if you have like ed, the ounce an ounce of like how do I put this an ounce of nobility in like what you do it should be about the art you make and not that's that's I mean which is like I guess that's another person I fault was like I base my personality off of like what I make and as an artist and what I do it sounds pretentious as fuck but Mm -hmm. it's true you know and so I don't culturally I don't lean on anything like I don't necessarily identify with anything that kind of goes along with native culture yeah other than like what i see at family reunions or something like that right yeah you know mm-hmm. absolutely Although, i think i think but then like i think dave chappelle leans in on black stuff and he's one of the most talented comedians in the world so yeah. what the fuck do i know but like i think it's like if anything catholicism had more of an impact on us than being native you think so catholic religion yeah absolutely i have so much all that's interesting no like the big family meetings that's not native a lot of native people don't have that like that comes really? from the I feel cat. like there's that like a strong family element to a lot of I, our, okay. maybe our family though it was they, he was like heavily catholic our grandpa and then like, I didn't know that yeah yeah and like you know that's why we have like big traditional funerals like that where we all dress up in suits and fucking do shit like that you know really yeah man I'm an idiot I didn't know that um 
because I was talking to Eden the other like a while ago. She came over and like made dinner at me and Jamie's place, and which religion was, was never pushed on us, I should say. Yeah, at exactly. All. Never. That's why I was like confused by that statement. Like, <laughs> except for never like, except for like saying the Lord's Prayer and shit. Yeah, which is like yeah, but I always thought like I think I I wanted that as a kid like. I think it was just society telling you religion is good and then me buying into it. Because I remember, like, going to church with our auntie a few times and being me wanting to go to church. Yeah. Because I was such a fucking little boy scout when I was a little kid. Mm. Um, but You're saying I, something I about Eden. Oh, I was talking to Eden. There's just so much about that side of the family I don't know about yeah. at all. Like, how they're, I thought I always thought they were from Poos. Yeah. Like, we thought, I thought Dad and Uncle Ray and everyone grew up. No, it was like... Somewhere in Alberta? Yeah, some uh, some fucking small fucking one-horse town. Yeah, I never knew that <laughs> yeah. until like a couple weeks ago. Me, 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 me and Eden uh, went there one time for a yeah, funeral. Yeah, that's, that's what she's telling us. You went there for like a funeral or something? Yeah, it was a weird trip. We like drove up at like fucking... It was like an all-day trip, I remember. Right. And then... Fuck it. We like got off and it was like, because I remember like two o'clock in the morning when the trip finally ended. Really? Because I remember. There's a is that the one where there's a picture of you guys at the event and you're both like really like you got the long bangs and you're wearing a Sid Vicious shirt and she's got dyed black hair <laughs> and she's wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt maybe or something. <laughs> I've never seen that picture. It sounds great. It's in like the family. Oh, I, th- I don't think I have it anymore, but I sent it to Eden. I'll see if I can find it. It's like a really great photo of you guys at a family event of some sort. Uh, you guys looked like you'd both be total fishes out of water. <laughs> Sid. Um, That's great. Hold on. Sydney? Yeah, I saw Annie's in town. I got to see Annie. That was good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that Colton's a dad. Right? I still, uh, I don't think it's uh, registered with me. I still got to go see the babies. I've seen Olive a couple times. She's super cute. Super cutie pie. Hold on, just scrolling through, looking to see if I can find that picture because it's pretty priceless. Um, no worries. Um, how what, do you remember what that was like when you? Yeah, it was it was good. It was good to have Eden there on that trip. Yeah, it's always good to have relatives that are around your age that have similar sensibilities to like talk to and hang out with. You know? Yeah. Are you and Eden around the same age? Yeah, I think so. Year, I, she's like a year or two ahead of me. Right, cause she's, is she the same age as Colton or younger? I couldn't tell you. I think she's the same age as Colton. Right. That makes sense. Uh, what should I give a rap on? I saw a Leatherface movie. Right. That was good. Oh, I can't find the fucking thing. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> you saw a Leatherface movie. Yeah, it was good. Think? There was a couple of rad scenes in it. I dug it. I dug the. They went with a really cool style and vibe to it. The movie has a real. Did it look really gritty? Yeah, it was super. It did look really gritty. It was a very. It it was filmed nice. Like, the cinematography was nice. Mm -hmm. But it it captured, like, this kind of. It captured the Texas feel, although it was shot shot in Bulgaria. Right. But it, it captured, like, this Texas kind of gross feeling to it. This dry, hot, dirty, fucking sweaty mustache feeling, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Steven Dorff was in it, which, uh, Steven Dorff, who plays Frost in the first Blade movie. Okay. You know, the main villain? Yeah, is it, uh, yes. 
Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah, exactly. He's He's really short, isn't he? I heard somewhere that he's super short. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And he kind of has that look of a super short guy. He's going to be in True Detective Season 3. No way! Is like the main detective? One of the main characters, yeah. He's like one of the like top build characters. I knew they were bringing it back, but I completely forgot. So that's coming soon? True Detective Season 3? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who directed Green Room and Blue Ruin is directing a couple episodes. Really? Yeah. I'm excited for that. I, me and you, are both big proponents of Season 2. Everyone else hated it. Oh, but I like love, love Season it. 2, man. It's so good. Season 2 re- is my jam, baby. Season 2 is really, like, I gotta rewatch season it. Season 2 is such... My thing is, Season 1, why it didn't get me from the beginning, too, is it's almost... It's so dreamlike. Mm-hmm. It's so kind of... Like, it's supposed to be real gritty and shit, but it's just off, you know? It's mm-hmm. so off. Whereas Season 2... Might be like goofier in ways, but it's so much more grounded in reality. Yeah. The characters are so much more real. Yeah, it feels you know? real. They're the characters, feel the real. characters aren't constantly talking in perfect like written monologues or nothing. Yeah, the characters are saying stupid shit and just like kind of going through it. You know, talking like a normal human being. Yeah, but you still get your true detective whimsical fucking, you know, pessimism and cosmic horror going on in it yeah absolutely oh i love season two fuck um yeah season two was really good it was like it was you know it was it was just more character oriented and less story oriented yeah. season one and like i think people like really simple heroes mm-hmm. and what season one had like russ cole which was like a, he was like a superhero he wasn't like a real person yeah exactly he was like a super and i love season one i like season one more than you i think yeah but uh, I love them both. But yeah, season two is amazing. So I'm excited for season three. I'm so. I think it's going to be great. Um, based off of nothing. Nick Pazzolato, man. Nick Piazzo or whatever. Yeah. Nick Pizza. I man. think that's just your Catholic upbringing showing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you like his Italian name. Nick Pazzolato. <laughs> um, uh, no, man. I'm stoked for it. I love True Detective. Oh, dude. Have you seen Brian Johnson lately? How fucking thin he is from Telling yeah. Dave? Yeah, he's fucking. I saw him on uh, Jim and Sam. He's like. He's lost crazy amount of weight. Straight up thin. Dude. Yeah. It's weird looking. Yeah, he lost crazy amount of weight. Yeah. I'm not. I, I fucking. That slob. I'm still like. With diabetes, I'm still losing weight, but it's still like. Sl- now it's slow going. I want to buy a bike. Right. I was going to buy a bike for exercise, and because I'm a 30 year old man, doesn't have a license. So I didn't have a way to get around. And I was like. good. You've lost like four, four, what, it was 40 mm, pounds. Almost in the 40 pounds. Past three four months two pounds off of 40 pounds but the problem is when you're 300 pounds and you lose 40 pounds you still weigh 260 pounds yeah so it's like i feel like i've lost all this weight and people tell me i look good and stuff but i still look in the mirror and i'm still 260 pounds yeah so it's like i lost 40 pounds but i'm still a fat guy yeah and it's there's there's an element of frustration like i was listening to the podcast with tom segura and Bert. Oh, it's a Joe Rogan experience episode mm-hmm. where they do like they had a contest to see if they could who can weigh, lose the most weight in like a month. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Segura was Bert talking about his absolute bottom. He's mm-hmm. like, in his absolute bottom, he was two hundred and sixty pounds, and he could not handle that. So really, that was it. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, and it's funny because he lo- you look at him like and he talks about he was two hundred sixty pounds during the special, and he does look big. Yeah. 
So I'm like, that's like where I'm at now after losing 40 pounds. <laughs> and people are built differently and they hold fat differently. People, but it's, yeah, p- different people wear it well. But like, I feel weird being at being like, because there's this place called Grandpa's Bikes. I've been waiting for it to open because I'm running low on funds and they sell used bikes on the cheap. And so I'm waiting for this place, Grandpa's Bikes, to open. But it feels weird being like a grown man waiting to buy a bicycle. Right. There's like a shame attached to it almost. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like, I get it. Just the yeah. fucking shit in your head where you're like, "What's he? What, what do people think of me?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. How immature do people think I am? Right, I want to like, like, dro- ride, like putting groceries on the back of my bicycle and riding home, and people driving by being like, "Yep, yeah, there's Braden. There's Braden riding, riding a bike. fucking bike. What a loser. <laughs> what a weirdo." <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, dude. An adult man yeah. riding a bicycle. Oh, there goes that thirty-year-old man <laughs> riding a bicycle to his house. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's just like fuck. Yeah, I don't want to be that. Guy. I guess I should just get a license, but like, I don't know. It's, yeah. just, it's one of those things that too. Sucks. Now I don't have my license. But it doesn't sound like it, good there's idea. like a, there's like a feeling of like. It feels so much harder to do than if I was 16 in a weird way because I've just gone this long without it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's like there's something in my brain stopping me being like... Don't go Well, back. that opportunity's gone when it's not. It's always there. Mm-hmm. But there's like a feeling or something, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. It sounds like such a nice idea, too, to ride home on a bike with your groceries on the back. It's yeah. such like a Huck Bin. Huck Finn. Huck Bin. Uh, Huck Bin, man. That's, dude, you're fucking Huck Bin. I'm the dime store Huck Finn. Huck Bin, dude. Huck Finn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finally found the fucking podcast title. Huck, Huck, Huck Finn. Finn's fucking retarded fucking <laughs> country cousin. Yeah. Mentally handicapped, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like... Mentally disabled. <laughs> Not my, bad. <laughs> my bad, my bad. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Just, but I also like since my diabetes diagnosis, they told me I should exercise. I need to mm-hmm. to not die, I guess. But and I that's I've cut down on my diet. But I'm a I'm like I'm still losing weight. I'm still slowly losing it. But I've been fucking up on my diet a lot. Mm. And. That's scaring me, and then the fact I'm not exercising at all, basically. Like, I walk to work and back, but that's not enough. That's No, but that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, but it's not good either. It's kind of like when people are yeah. like, you can have some candy when you have diabetes. You just can't have a lot of candy. I'm like, but that doesn't mean candy's good for you when you have diabetes. Yeah. That just means think, you won't die from eating a chocolate bar. I think even if you don't have diabetes, you should probably move your body around. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. You also play in a band you practice you stand up and play guitar for a couple hours yeah but i feel like that's different i want to like i don't but also there's part of me that doesn't want to go to the gym right like people are like people are i can't blame but this is people being nice to me right offering to be my gym buddy and stuff like that <clears throat> but if i'm being honest what i don't want to tell them is like if there's ever a point where i decide to go to a gym the last thing i want is someone to go with yeah i don't want to make the gym like a conversation Obligation. You want to put on your tune and get the I fuck want to out put on there. my podcast. 
I want to fucking do the workouts I want to do without having to talk black to out, anybody. Black out everybody in your vision. Yes. Like, it's like when I go for walks. Yeah. When I walk to work or whatever, I put in my headphones, and once in a while, someone will recognize me and want to talk to me, and I'm like, the last thing, I just want to walk from point A to point B and listen to my podcast, I want to talk Can't to you. Can't you see I want to be alone, you <laughs> bitch? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, we're at the gig, and it's like, people talk about asshole famous people who like don't want to be talked to by fans and stuff. <laughs> right, right. And me and Colton were sitting down before a show. We had done sound check. This was this weekend. And just some drunk guy. It's not his fault he's hammered, but he's so hammered. Yeah. 7 p.m. he's hammered. He's really obnoxious and he's sitting there trying. This is before the show. This is at 7? <laughs> yeah, this is a guy who said you had an amazing voice. What guy? Remember there's a guy who came to you really drunk he's like, you got an amazing voice because he thought, oh, he, he yeah, thought you were rocking the band. Oh, yeah. I can see that guy saying, okay. <laughs> he's being really obnoxious and trying to tell me and Colton what songs we should play and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I get why like overly famous people have bodyguards to yeah. like, act, and they act like dicks around fans. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't think it's right. I don't think you should be an asshole to your fans, but at the same time, I guess I shouldn't go up and tell people what to fucking play. Yes. There's this thing as like, I feel like comedians get it and musicians get it Mm -hmm. where, um, there's like an expectation when you're on stage that you can just play whatever people call out. You don't get like the rehearsal process or that like. If you don't know the song, you can't just fucking come on. It plays itself. You know, it's like this is like a Simpsons joke, dude. Yeah. Homer like calls out like Cat Scratch Fever to the Who, and they're like, "We don't do that." When he's like, "Ah, it plays itself." Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> that, that's what people think I you are. That joke. That joke hit me. <laughs> 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 and it's just like that's every bar gig I've ever been to. I and love Homer. Uh, and then. Um, Oh, yeah. And then with comedians, they get it on radio shows. Like, I was listening to this uh, this show with G- podcasts that Gene Simmons on. Mm-hmm. And Zach Amico is this, like, really funny comedian um, on Lewis Govins' podcast, Real Ass Podcast. He's on Legion of Skanks sometimes. Yeah. He was on with him. And Gene Simmons kept turning to him in random moments, like, tell a joke, be funny. <laughs> and he doesn't get, like, Jack, like, wakes for... A line that he yeah. gets. You know what I mean? Naturally, in a conversation, a line to come up, then he makes a joke. You know, but it's like people think comedian, they think, oh, you could just just go be funny right now mm-hmm. in an unfunny situation. And Gene's the perfect kind of personality to not understand the complicated dynamics. So disconnected, though, from anything. Yes. That'd be like telling that Gene should know. Right? That'd be like someone yelling cat scratch fever at a kiss concert. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um,. So there's how, that. What were we talking about that for? Um, I was talking about how like I can understand right people being assholes to their fans because mm-hmm. like enough of like like I'm sick of it. Like I've had that drunk a different version of that drunk guy come up to me before shows and say you should play this or that at every show. Yeah, and it just gets tiring after a while. I'm not famous. No one gives God. a shit about me. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like, that guy was just chewing our ear off about what we should play. And I was looking at Colin and I was like, we could just quit music forever and we would never have to deal with this ever again. Uh, we just quit forever. Inside Loon Davis is a great movie that deals with all this subject matter. Yes, I love that movie. For that. That's probably my favorite Coen Brothers movie. And people do not pretty universally dislike because people don't like the character. 
the main character. I, I love am. the main character. I love the main character. I sympathize with him, man. Mm-hmm. I see I see his struggle. Yeah. I see his struggle trying to make it and just fucking being frustrated with the whole system. Yeah. And that it's not fucking cool, man. Yeah. System is fucking lame. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And can't yeah. get any gigs. Yeah, no one respects his, like... But he's genuinely talented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's just having a heart. Everywhere he goes, if someone's giving him shit for something, mm-hmm. too. But, and, like, also his fault... Yeah, he doesn't yeah. fuck up. He fucks up a lot. You know, it's like he fucks. He can't catch a break, but he he does that to himself. Yeah, exactly. He can't catch a break sometimes. You know, and there are people in the movie like Justin Timberlake's character mm-hmm. who genuinely try to help him out. Yeah, but then he fucks that up too. Yeah, you know, it's too real. It's really good. It's he's, a really good fucking movie. He's uh, he's too real of a dude, dude. Yeah, we don't play no shit, Lewin Davis. Yeah, oh, it's great. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like that movie deals with a lot of the subject matter that you're talking about. Yeah. Just like the frustration that comes with trying to succeed as an artist. Yeah. That's why I get frustrated when, like, you hear artists wax poetic about the area we live in. Right. There are good things about the music scene in this area. But if any artist is being honest, it's a lot more bad. Yeah. Like, uh, well, yeah, you're in northern, expect the, the, you're in northern BC. <laughs> you're yeah. not fucking, you're not hitting the airwaves. You're not hitting the mainstream shit that's going to pulse into the. Yeah, or like the fact that, like, it's hard to get any traction as an original act if mm-hmm. you don't do folk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like, that's, like, that's the only people respect that here but they don't like the a rock and roll band trying to write their own songs trying to put, put together their own kind of show mm-hmm. they don't get they don't they don't yeah. like that here yeah. they That's want a tu- rock and roll band to play covers That's what tours are for though yeah it's true that's hopefully coming down the pike soon we want to book some gigs um it's too late we missed all the that's the thing we're always we complain about i complain about the music scene all the time but i'm always fucking myself by not like pre-planning ahead and mm-hmm. i don't know Book some gigs in Stockholm, Sweden, man. Yes. I'll go there. Was it uh, the band Carson started after I left? Or not mm. started, but he's in fashionism or whatever. Right. They're playing like some shows in Norway and stuff. Like yeah. It's weird how things pick up in Europe sometimes. Yeah, and they dig a lot of that stuff. They dig a yeah, lot of that. Rolls. They dig a lot of that Johnny Thunders, like dirty fucking yeah. rock and roll. Absolutely. That Sid Vicious, Didi Ramone shit, you Even, know? Even like... Like and metal and stuff. It. Yeah, even like metal and stuff like that is still sort of very much more yeah. alive. Like Danko Jones turns, and tours Europe a lot and stuff because they like that. They, they pay him. They pay for it. Yeah, they yeah. give him. They actually respect it to pay him. You know. Yeah, absolutely. That's why fucking all like rock stars like that. You see, a lot of them end up going over there. Yeah. You know, like Johnny Thunders lived in what Paris for a while, mm-hmm. or Sweden? This Paris was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shot that movie there. Yeah. You know, it's shit like that where it's like, yeah, Europe does pick up on a lot of shit. It would be dope to dope to plan a Europe tour, man. Yeah. That'd be out of control. Uh, absolutely, dude. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, I'd like to plan a Europe tour, too. Europe tour, too. Yeah. Fucking A. So are they on tour right now? No, they're going. I just saw, Fashion like, I saw, like, um, ads on Facebook and stuff and, like, them putting together like t-shirts and shit to sell right on yeah fuck i got this album is dragging i gotta like finish it yeah what's the update how close are we man 
Not much. What, what what percentage would you say? Well, we probably we booked some gigs and then so now we're just practicing. We're not recording. It's like right. we're so close. There's like three or four things we got to record. Like what percentage would you say? That we're at the ninety eight percent done. Oh shit! You got to yeah. put that Mix, tracking. Mm. Yeah, mixing. We still have probably still do probably like thirty percent mm. left right. to finish the mix because I've been mixing as we go. It's not much though, man. No, bear not- down for a couple of weeks. It'll be done in a month. Yeah. That's what we gotta do, dude. Yeah. Gotta do, do, do. But then with the move and everything, like, yeah. Yeah. I got nothing on the way currently. We'll see. <laughs> we gotta finish. Always, we gotta I, finish I, I, always, I always got shit in the fucking pipeline. But, uh. I always got shit going through the shit pipe, but sometimes, <laughs> dude, there ain't no shit moving the rest of the shit forward, Sometimes dude. it's clogged up. <laughs> sometimes I need a plumber come in there with a snake and snake my shit right up, dude. Yeah, I just been focused on myself. You got, you finally got, like, a more permanent residence, which is great. Yeah, I've just been trying to focus on myself, kind of. Not been doing much else. Yeah. Trying to get a bit more mentally healthy and shit. That's get in a better fair. zone. Oh, I do, like... A podcast with Aaron and Lauren. Yeah. Just do a final, like, me living, like, the last podcast in this place, you know? Absolutely. It'll be good. Yeah. Could film it. Could film it. Fuck yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. For sure. Set up one last set. Mm-hmm. Gonna bring a whole podcasting rig down to uh, my new place soon. So next month, probably within the first couple weeks of June, we'll have a new place to podcast in. We'll be out. I'm thinking of uh, just doing a theme song. Yeah. And then just streamlining the whole process. It's a good idea. Yeah. Just make it easier because, like, yeah. Finding clips, and, like, it's great. But I don't know. It doesn't really take me out of it whenever a new Smodcast comes up and there's not a new song up every. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not feeling good. Yeah, not, <laughs> yeah definitely. Not. I might, I'll probably just pick, like, put on, like, Maybe make it like the rock and roll bitch. We are the rock and roll bitches. Make that the theme song. Something. Yeah. I thought Green Eyed Blues was done. What else do we got to do with Green Eyed Blues? Drums and piano. Okay. And then it's done. Yeah. Got to get that. Yeah. Once we get that, I just want to release those two songs as like a pre yeah. premillary fucking. Those are good track. I was listening to them the other day. They're good. They sound yeah, good. They are good. Yeah. I'm fucking. It was it's the first good shit. Like. It's, only, it's the first good shit I've done in music for playing music for 17 <laughs> yeah, years, dude. Yeah. It's the first good shit where I'm like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I want to put that out. Yeah, it's good. We got to put it out. As soon as we I get those it. drums and piano. It's done. a clap between me and you, man. Yeah. Braden it's Max. the melding of minds. Braden Max collab. Uh, there's like another... Jim Carrey collabo. So, that's what I was going to talk about. I saw a sign. You know that uh, sign they have outside uh, the classic tim hortons on 8th street mm-hmm. old tim hortons mm-hmm. you know they have that uh like poster board outside where they put neon letters and write shit yeah there's something about uh a party like a parking lot party but it was called like the it was a drag party or something i forget but it's called something like the the fashion nova bitches or something like that what it was something something bitches and i saw it and i was like oh you fuckers you <laughs> motherfuckers taking my fucking goddamn sweet ass yeah. name i idea. hope it's still down there i want to see it just so i can confirm what i'm saying and not say i'm like i'm just stumbling all over but fuck it fucking oh yeah can't believe they never booked me Fucking assholes! Can you yeah. believe those fashion bitches? It's such bitches. a small town. Fashionista there, bitches. There has to be another bitches. 
I don't think so. Yeah, there's only room for one bitches. Yeah. One plural bitches. Bitches? Bitches. Well, that's probably, that'll probably be good enough, eh? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, and then... Get something out for the people. Finally. For the and people. I know I say this every week, but... We're going to start doing this more regular, I swear to God. Now that I have everything set up again. We're going to be riding bikes. Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer. Huck Ben, dude. Huck Ben, Tom... <laughs> Solder. Solder. Tom, Tom, Tom Solder. <laughs> Tom Solder, man. That's it. <laughs>